With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. That's at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. All right, and welcome into the Fantasy Football Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host this evening. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Robb. How are we doing, sir? Oh, man, doing fantastic. The NFL is a little drunk, and I needed to sober up a little bit here for us, but uh, yeah. very, very interesting day of games that, that we're about to get into here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I rather enjoy this week for the most part uh, in fantasy wise. Um, big Bears fan, so Justin Fields, the arrival has been very pleasant. Uh, man, if we just didn't give away like two of our best defensive players, imagine what this team could have been in the, the past two weeks, right? Absolutely crazy. Uh, so yeah, had some uh, some really bright spots, but also had some pretty low moments. Looking at you, Buffalo. <laughs> Yeah, that was more that was more betting. I mean, I had Allen at fantasy and he was just fine. You know, got a couple of touchdowns still. Um, I had Joe Mixon on that roster, so great. Another mm, another another great moment. Nice. Another great historic. moment for certain. Historic. Yeah. Historic yeah. indeed. Who's ah? Who's ah, Joe Mixon? Absolutely. It was some good stuff. Uh, let's dive into it though. You know, we've we've got a lot to to get through here right now. We've got uh the Tennessee Titans and Malik Willis up, up, dare I say, 14 to 9. Um you know, that would be fun. But, you know, also I have the Chiefs winning this game, so I don't need another Bills situation here. Would really appreciate it if Casey took care of business. Um, we'll come back to this. So we, we got this game going on live. Let's uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with the Chargers in Atlanta or Tampa and the Rams? Oh, man. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's start at the beginning. Let's go. Let's go Chargers Falcons. All right, Chargers Falcons. This was a, a pretty weird game. What was your big takeaways from this one? Oh, man, um, I'm very thankful that we put out on the waiver wire to go pick up Josh Palmer. Uh, yeah. He, in fact, was very good as their number one wide receiver. Uh, you know, man, it, it's funny. Atlanta just keeps hanging in these games by running the ball. They just refuse to damn use Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Like, why? Why would you draft Drake London 
as the first receiver and then just refuse to use him. I just right. I, I just can't understand it. But as long as they're in games running the ball like this, Pitts and, and London are in big trouble. Definitely a good long-term skill set, I'd still say, for Drake London. like the, I would still say the future is pretty bright from the early uh, starts that we saw from him. Yo, what's up? Could I ask a fantasy questions? Absolutely. Oh, sure, yeah, let's do it. That's what we are here for. Uh, yeah, throw it in the chat, and we'll we'll definitely get back to it. Um, I, I felt like there was uh, there were some points left on the table for the Chargers for certain. I mean, that weird tumble or end around for Eckler that would have been nice. That would have been cool, but you know they 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 were pretty you know adamant about reviewing the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, don't look at it, don't look at it. Like <laughs> you know, just just let it be. That was awesome. Please, now now we got to look at it under a mic- microscope. They found the elbow. It was down. Uh, that would have been cool. And then just like the just the turnovers and some of the stall drives. I'm not really too worried about that. I don't think that's going to be a persistent issue for the Chargers. I felt like it was more so just being on the road, playing from behind, kind of having to be a little bit more aggressive, more early than often, rather than feeling out, you know, a, a still a pretty soft defense at the end of the day. Um, not really too much for me to overreact to here. Uh, was a pleasant to see Cordell Patterson back and doing his thing. You know, London and Pitts are still very fringe starters here. And I feel like, you know, whenever there's an opportunity to start anyone that has perceived volume from the Chargers, you're going to do it. Whether it's Palmer, I started, you know, some DeAndre Carter. He went five for 53, not terrible. Had a very um, friendly DFS uh, value today. Maybe you were able to get some some in on him. And Eckler's the RB1 right now. I mean. Yeah, Um you know, it's it's funny the uh, the Falcons. I just mentioned them them running and uh, Tyler Algier much better on the ground than Cordell Patterson. Obviously, Patterson just coming back from injury, but right. they did use Cordell Patterson, um, you know, almost exclusively around the red zone. So that's good to see mm-hmm. Patterson back in there. You know, getting the red uh, the red zone work. But uh, you know, Algier, do you think he's a possible flex starter if you if you need to, or would you rather stay away? I would probably like to stay away if I have, you know, better options just because I feel like Cordell Patterson will have more of a share in the rushing attack. You still have Caleb Huntley that's getting touches. You still have Marcus Mariota that's going to steal potential red zone takes uh, to the house. I feel like it's pretty crowded back there. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of leagues where you can start them based off of your buys and your injuries. Um, I'm down, you know, one in just one league, Mike Williams. Rashad Bateman, Brees Hall, and now potentially Aaron Jones. And that's all in a matter of, what, two weeks? You yeah. know, so in a league like that, I'd be like, hey, give me some Tyler Algier. You want a fourth-round pick? I'll take I'll take some Tyler Algier. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely circumstantial, but I don't feel like the confidence level is going to be very high unless you're in a situation where this guy's better than the waiver wire fodder, you know, if you're yep. in a deeper league. Definitely. Um, we got some questions here in the chat. We'll come down to them. We got to Ethan asking, should he trade Devontae Adams and Fournette for CMC and Kirk? Um, hmm. I'm assuming it's PPR. If it is, I feel like it's pretty even. Uh, this is his team. He says that he has Chubb and Fournette, and his receivers are Higgins, Adams, and Mike Williams. Hmm. I don't, hmm. I don't know if I really love that swap then because I really love Chubb. I feel like it's pretty even. What do you think? I, I mean, I, I don't I don't feel like either side is going to immensely win. I feel like Kirk is a better option than Fournette, and CMC is a better option than Adams. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's pretty fair. Um, man. You're just CM- flip-flopping the depth chart, really. Like, you're, you're getting a little bit better value at running back than you're going to have at receiver with Williams hurt. 
Yeah. That's that's all you're really doing. Uh man, that is really tough. You know what? Um if if you want to shoot for the moon, I do it just cuz I think CMC's ceiling is just astronomical in the mm-hmm. Niners offense. So, you know, if, if if that's the case, you know, if if you're leading though, like oh, okay, so yeah, uh, that's yeah, exactly let's what I was going to ask. Let's yep. let's do it. If you're 2 yeah. and 7, yeah, do it. Hello, Ray. I'm losing by 9.16 in a standard league. Derrick Henry, Butker, Chiefs defense, and Duvernay tomorrow, and my opponent has Kelsey. I think you should be okay. You, yeah, I, I would say you win. Yeah. Oh, boy. Losing, damn. Damn. <laughs> that's quite the, uh, that's quite the uh, caption you got there. That's a dog with a guitar. I like it. Um, <laughs> I, I like it. Emerson had his dog on the show this morning. That was a beautiful, oh. beautiful pup. Beautiful pup, <laughs> let me say. All right. Anything else to touch um, on for the Chargers in Atlanta? The, the the only thing really quick is well, actually two quick things. One, Josh Palmer mm-hmm. when Keenan Allen comes back, if Mike Williams isn't back yet, still a starter, you think? Yeah. For fantasy? Yeah. How can we trust Keenan Allen right now? Uh, right. Yeah. Setback after setback after setback. Even if he's healthy, the first week back, I'm absolutely doing it. I mean, if we get Keenan back on the field and he's doing Keenan Allen things, then yeah, we should start to build our reservations on Josh Palmer, but Right now, Josh Palmer and Gerald Everett should be the the main desirable you know assets out of that you know receiving group, right? Like Correct. DeAndre Carter again, five for fifty three today. Not bad. Not going to be uh, sustainable. Not going to trust it, right? People were picking up Michael Bandy like he was going to score a touchdown today. Guys, come on! It's going to be the Austin Eckler show. It's just going to be more and more Eck. That's yeah, that's d- what it's going to be. Definitely. The the other uh, really quick thing I wanted to hit on is Isaiah Spiller finally returned to the lineup here. Uh, he was seven for 29. So, mm-hmm. you know, pretty efficient on the ground, 4.1 uh, average. Mm-hmm. I think he probably has overtaken Sony Michelle already. I, I was kind of interested to see what the split was going to be between the backups here behind Eckler, sure. because honestly, if Eckler ever goes down, whoever the backup is, is going to be pretty valuable in this offense. Of course. So, uh, it's just for the people who either have Eckler and want to, you know, be safe about it and, and have his mm-hmm. backup, or if you need some help, I, I would say probably Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller is probably out on a lot of waiver wires. I would potentially, you know, look at picking him up. I wouldn't spend a lot of fab on him by any means, but I would potentially look at that. I mean, he's, he's, a, you know, they spent the draft capital on him, and I do think that he would probably be the lead guy if Eckler ever went down. Uh, he should be owned. I mean, Eckler's handcuffed right now, whoever it is, and it's obviously looks like Spiller. Michelle only had one carry, Herbert one. Obviously, Everett had – well, he had one designed one but didn't go anywhere. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 14 – two to one. Eckler, 14 carries, 47 yards. Spiller, seven for 29. Really not that much of a difference there. You could see him actually get some uh, some use, you know, some sneaky usage. I wouldn't say reliable usage, but some sneaky usage. Yep. Uh, next one up, we've got the uh, the Dolphins and the Bears. The Bears. Oh boy! Um, do you remember the trade I made for Fields last week? Uh, yeah. Hayden Pretty Hayden good. Hurst, Zay Jones, and Stafford. Oh my <clears throat> God! I'm rolling it like Scrooge McDuck. I'm just like rolling in gold coins right now. All <laughs> Justin Fields shares. This game was awesome. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I don't think there were really that many takeaways for fantasy. There are going to be some tougher weeks for the uh, the Bears ahead. It does feel like Chase Claypool is going to help open up the game for Mooney and Komet. That was, you know, something that Emerson and I had gotten into uh, on his show on Friday. Kind of like instant reactions to the trades. It looked it looked really good today. The QB design runs. Fields breaks a record for most rushing yards in a game by a quarterback. By a quarterback, 178. Are you kidding me? Passing was there, 17 for 28, 123 yards. 
Obviously, you're hoping that that gets better, but had four total touchdowns. He was coming off his best career game against the Cowboys. Goes over the top of that. Very anxious to see what he does going forward. He's been the quarterback one through the past month. Yeah. Uh, lights out. Awesome. I don't know what transitioned here where they went from just terrible to awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I'm here for it. I took a shit ton of fields, Mooney and Komet in best ball. So a, any more of these games that they want to have, I, I am welcoming of that by <laughs> by all accounts here. Uh, I, you know, it was a great game by Justin Fields. You know, he he looked poised behind the line um you know and obviously the bears line isn't fantastic so he has to run you know and organically which mm -hmm. obviously is you know i mean you just saw what he did today 178 yards that's that's derrick henry-esque numbers right there like that's fantastic so it's it's great to see fields finally feeling a little comfortable back there and looking good and mm -hmm. um you, you know so if you are you starting any of these guys moving forward? I know this game was a little different than we've seen from Mooney and Komet. Obviously, they're way more involved here. Are, are you mm -hmm. starting any of these guys moving forward? I mean, obviously, Justin Fields can be started now, but any of these other guys on the Bears that you really trust? I still trust the run game, and I'll start I'll start Chase Claypool now going forward. So okay. Chase Claypool today had two catches for 13, had one rushing attempt. I will start him going forward because I trust that his familiarity in the playbook is going to grow. Um, on a fringe, I will start Darnell Mooney. He did have seven catches today. Again, I think that he might be the biggest benefactor of this Claypool trade because he gets off of that, you know, top tier exposure to the defense, right? Like they are going to prioritize bodying up the bigger, more athletic, deep field target in Chase Claypool. And again, this has been my the drum I've been banging since he, you know, since the trade happened was that should open up space. That's it. And that's all that Cole Komet and Mooney should need. They haven't been able to have that while they're getting bodied up by, you know, the top corners, the top safeties. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I just, uh, yeah, it, it, the Bears scare me a little bit. They've been doing so well. And I, I just know mm -hmm. that there's probably going to be a time where it takes a downturn. And I, sure. I just don't want to be stuck with with one of these guys on my roster during that week. I, so I still trust the running backs a lot, too. Like Fields isn't going to break the record every week. You know what I mean? He's not going to rush for 150 yards every week. This is a big one. He's now the leading rusher at the quarterback position for rushing yards. We'll see what Lamar does this week. I think Lamar had maybe a 30 or 40 yard advantage on him. Um, so we'll see what he does on Monday night. But yeah, Fields is looking damn good right now. Uh, feeling really good about him, um, especially you know that trade that I made for him. I tried getting more shares of him before this game. The, people weren't letting him go for cheap anymore. That, that, that was over. Sung that oh, song. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, the only thing I really quick, the only big takeaway I, I had from the Dolphins is that uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. needs to be in your lineups going forward. I made the mistake of not starting him this week. I had actually taken him out of a few lineups. I took him out of a few lineups that I had like in the middle of the week. I was like, oh, it'll be fine. It's McDaniel. They know each other. They'll get him touches and sure as shit they did. And I pulled him. I was like, nah, he'll get five touches. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was going to be integrated so quickly. Obviously, he knows the playbook and he knows the coaches, so I, I understand why they were able to do so, but I didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, I, this is something I'm going to watch moving forward, especially next week. Mostert and Wilson, you know, both had nine carries. Mostert obviously had the touchdown. I, mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't know what to do with these two, and that's why I want to watch it next week. Like, I have Mostert in a guillotine league, and I'm very scared to start him next week because if they're just going to split work, like, I, I don't want to start him with somebody who's splitting. So it's going to be interesting right. to see. But Jeff Wilson, he he looked good out there. You know, I, I'll, I'll give him that. So we'll see. If somebody, uh, somebody if 
go check your your waiver wire and everything. If anybody dropped Jeff Wilson after the trade and he's still out there, definitely go pick him up. He would be a big pickup. For the passing game here, nothing really to know outside of Hill and Waddle just doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Tua still still doing his thing. So, you know, that's just uh, business is, is normal for them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's why I said, like, that's the really only takeaway I have for Miami. Yep. Uh, Tua, Tua was great. Man, I've been so wrong on Tua. Oh, me too, man. 100%. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, I don't know what I'm more wrong on. Is it Tua or is it Tyreek Hill? You know, I they're in the same boat, but it's just like, you know, I, I everyone that told me that they were going to take, you know, Tyreek is like a top five receiver. I was like, you're crazy. What are you what are you thinking? Like, it's Tua. It's not Mahomes. Like, and you weren't even taking Tyreek as a top five guy with Mahomes. Like, how could you say that? You know, and it's just like, man, shout out to Mike McDaniel. Shout out to the Dolphins. Uh, I'll take that one on the chin. That's uh, that's 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 tough, but it's been awesome yeah. to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you can't really complain exciting. that much. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very exciting to watch. But yeah, I, I was also very very wrong on both of them. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I actually out of everybody on the Dolphins for like best ball purposes, I drafted Jalen Waddle. That was the only one I felt confident in that he would mm-hmm. still soak up a bunch of targets. But man, Tyreek Hill just I don't know. I saw a thing on Twitter today, and I can't remember what teams it were, but there was like he's he has more um, receiving yards than like five or six actual teams do all together. It's, it's insanity Dude, right now. That's crazy. Good on him, man. They gave up a lot yeah. for him. You know, <laughs> like if, if, if you pull that off, that's, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. I was, I wasn't on it. I just, man, fucking Tua <laughs> causes so many fucking problems. Uh, it's, it's funny though, because you saw, I, I saw a couple passes today. I'm like, there's Tua. There he is. Like just awful passes. And I'm just like, that is what I was reading Doesn't into matter. all off season. And then just Doesn't next thing matter. you know, he bombs one down, and Tyreek Hill, of course, has to come back for it. You know, this, this these 50-yard curls he's running. But yeah. nonetheless, he's catching them, and it's just, oh, yeah. They're breaking <laughs> records on the curl routes, Ran. That's 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 a fact. That is a fact. That's, that, 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 this will be a record that stands the test of time, I fully believe. Yep. All right, moving on to the next game. We've got uh, the Carolina Panthers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Just yep. an ouch fest. Just a complete ouch fest. Uh, for if you started any Panthers, Dante Foreman, DJ Moore, I guess that's really it, right? I mean, Baker want... siding today. Yeah, all, all Bakey in there, <laughs> bro. I pulled <laughs> Terrace Marshall for Khalif Raymond in a league. Like, if it if it could go wrong today, it went wrong. Well, I guess that's <laughs> not true. I, I I did have quite a few winners, um, but man. This game, this this one hurt. I what am I even? What am I talking about? I had Joe Mixon in this game. I, I gotta shut up. Yeah, Mixon, man. Mixon was great. Obviously, this is gonna be his best week of the season, if not his career. Um, if you have mega depth at running back, and Joe Mixon is one of them, I don't hate selling him selling him for a king's ransom after this game. I but don't. like, what would you be looking for? A king's ransom. <laughs> it's his biggest. I mean, it's his it's his biggest game ever. If you're if you're tossing him in dynasty, and again. This needs to be in this conversation that you have elite depth at running back, meaning you don't have guys coming back from injury. You have more than a healthy amount of, of runners that you can put out each week and still have bench flow and bye week flow and all of that. Mm-hmm. If you have that surplus and Mixon is a part of that surplus, yeah, I want a wide receiver one. I want draft picks. Um, if you're hurting at quarterback, I wouldn't mind taking on a quarterback in like a super flex format. Um I mean, any of that, right? I mean, you're not going to get back a running back one, but if you got back a wide receiver one, a high-end draft pick, or uh, you know, a QB two, 
and picks or whatever, like I feel like that would be just fine. Yep. Yeah, definitely. He, uh, would, I, I, you know, redrafts a little different for me. I, oh, I well, that's that's going to be difficult. Yeah, I, I would honestly, if I'm the Mixon owner and I do have him in a few leagues, I'm I'm not going to sell him. He's he's mm-hmm. catching the ball more than he ever has, and I mean, you just saw what he did today: five touchdowns in total. That that's just uh, fucking bananas. It's just awesome. Uh, yeah, great day. He he won me um, some decent money on underdog battle royale. I took a shit ton of mixing this week. Thank Damn. God. Oh Damn. yeah, it, it was, nice. was you. It, it was, was you. Nice. Oh, so nice. Yes. My my Justin Fields lineup did hit. I will. Oh, say nice. That. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 And I had uh, who else? Did I? I had Etn, Ramondre, Stefan Diggs, Mike Evans, and Zach Ertz in that one. So Mike Evans kind of he kind of dragged me down a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, Mixon, awesome. Um, T. Higgins, you know, uh, still great involvement. Uh, Tyler Boyd had involvement as well. You know, those are the main mm-hmm. guys you want to start. Hayden Hurst, five for thirty-five, pretty good. You know, for for the tight end landscape, you, I I highly doubt a shit ton of people started him. But you know, if you did, kudos to you because he did have a decent day in PPR. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, not too much to hit on here. Um, would have liked to see Burrow get a few more touchdowns, but obviously Mixon gobbled all those up, so uh, can't right. really hold that against him. And the one he threw was to mix it too. Yeah, it was. Um, Great catch by Mixon, by the way. I don't know if you saw that, like right on, you know, his his toes were right by the, you know, right by the out of bounds. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, well, they they had called back the the play before that, which which was a touchdown as well. So we got we got lucky with that. Um, Terrace Marshall. I mean, I I I think he was in your article last week for the waiver wire. Mm, No, I think that was the week prior. I'm pretty sure he was in whoever did it that week. I I did not have him in. Well, it seems uh, pretty reliable now. The uh, the box score is getting filled out the past three weeks. Two touchdowns, three weeks. Yardage was there the week he didn't have a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I think he's a healthy buy option right now. Definitely rosterable. Yeah, potential. I mean, you know, temper expectations because it is the Panthers yet, and we they've played some good games, and they've mm-hmm. obviously you know pulled PJ Walker. I mean, he was three for ten for nine yards and two interceptions. I can see why they pulled him, but God. it uh yeah you know. It, we saw the Baker experience to start the year, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure I want to buy into that yet or not. But I mean, if oh, if, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily buy into that. What I'm getting at is Terrace Marshall will be, you know, he's he's a serviceable bench op- option in the sense that whoever's at quarterback, that whether the starting quarterback goes to garbage time or the bench quarterback gets on the field and they go to garbage time, because of how bad the team is, at some point he's going to get those touches. And be, they traded Anderson. They really don't have anyone else taking snaps behind DJ Moore, so that's that's really only where I'm at with it. Yep, nope, 100%. All right. Uh, you had mentioned Hurst, pretty solid. Yep. He's on pace for over 70 catches now. It's crazy. Yeah, not bad. Imagine what TJ, or uh, not not TJ Uzumzada, Jesus. Um, oh, my God. Uzama. Yeah, yeah, say, uh, help me out here. CJ Ozama. Yeah, it, it, just imagine what he'd be doing in mm-hmm. this offense. <laughs> we got we got Joseph Green saying, "Who would you rather have, oh Najee my God. Fournette. or Fournette? Fournette. Fournette's going to catch more passes right now. He's attached to a much better quarterback. But um, I'm not really off of Najee. I, I actually acquired a few Najee shares in Dynasty. I bought the dip for this season. I'm hoping that, that that'll come back around next season. I'm not expecting much from him. If he can get me eight to ten points, seven to ten points, it's better than some of my hurt players. I'll tell you that. Yeah." Yeah, I think Najee's fine in, in Dynasty, but in redraft, mm-hmm. I am all off Najee. I just I just don't see it. Yeah. No, Fournette's still the better option, like you said. Tied to a yep. better quarterback right now, gonna still catch a lot of passes. Um Rashad White's kind of been coming from that for that role. We'll get to that split later today or later in this episode, excuse me. Uh next up we've got the Packers and the Lions. I stayed away from uh. this game. 
I didn't bet it at all. Man, for good reason. My goodness. Aaron Rodgers. I don't know who this person is. I feel like he went to not the, I don't know where you go when you take DMT, that parallel universe, but I feel like (laughs) whatever Aaron Rodgers came back from the Joe Rogan trip isn't the same Aaron Rodgers. He's like, you know, some version of him from some other universe where Aaron Rodgers throws interceptions and not touchdowns. What's going on here? Like two red zone interceptions for Aaron Rodgers. Like first time he hit some dude in the helmet. He threw it, the ball right into the dude's head. And then he's on the sideline going, rah, rah. yeah. Like, it, who are you yelling yeah. at, bro? Yourself? It is, it, it is uh, awfully disgusting. You know, I was on the DFS show this week and Aaron Rodgers was my DFS pick. And man, I, I it didn't even take one quarter for me to realize I had made a terrible error. Um, Aaron Rodgers just, I, this, if, if he was going to get right, it was this game. And it's just, it's just not happening now. The, the Packers are, are dust. Aaron Rodgers, dusty. I just, I can't trust anybody on this team. You know, if Aaron Jones is not hurt beyond next week, I will continue to trust Aaron Jones because I think Aaron Rodgers trusts Aaron Jones. Outside of that, though, I don't really want to trust anybody. Alan Lazard had a, you know, I think he had nine or ten targets, four receptions, mm-hmm. 87 and a touchdown. He can be in your lineup as well. But, I mean, again, temporary expectations. You just never know what's going to you know, what's gonna happen with this Packers team. And kudos to the Lions, man. The, the Lions have mm-hmm. been getting smoked. And for them to come out here and show that they aren't afraid of Aaron Rodgers after Aaron Rodgers has just murdered him or murdered them his entire career, I just kudos to the Lions, man. Good for them. Yeah, as far as like a game, like a like being a fan watching the game, I'm a Bears fan, so anytime the Packers get shit on them, I'm down with it. Certainly <laughs> helps our chances in the division. Um, yeah, Rodgers is a shell of himself. Jared Goff was okay, but you know he's not someone that yeah. you're instilling a ton of trust in. Yep. I'm really praying that Aaron Jones is going to be okay. I cannot take it, another significant injury. They said ankle injury, correct? In a, in uh, a walking boot, I'm pretty yep. sure. But here's yep. the weird part: when when he was going off the field, he was literally running mm-hmm. with the, the the coach who was going back with him. Like I'm like, all right, he's going off the field. Like maybe something happened. You just need to get retapes. Uh, anything weird, right? And then they're right. like, oh yeah, he's questionable to return with an ankle injury. I'm like, I just saw him running off the field. What the hell do you mean an ankle injury? It, it, it makes no sense. So I, I'm not sure we got to keep close tabs on that because uh, AJ Dillon could be very fantasy viable here. Oh. And I just dropped him in a league last week. And uh, yeah, sad face. I need a drink. Yeah, this <laughs> this uh, this Packers offense is brutal. And honestly, like the opposite side wasn't really that great. Like, why are they putting DeAndre Swift on the field if he's not 100% healthy? Like you have talent. You have Amon Ross St. Brown. You have Jamal Williams. Like, Craig Reynolds has been fine when given opportunities. Justin Jackson went four for 27 today. Like, I I don't get it. I, yep. I, I, I don't know if it's, like, trying to mess with the competition. You want the defense to prepare a certain way. Okay, just tell him he's going to play, and then don't let him play. You know, I you know I don't, I don't know. Um, Rob Tunyon, just, like, you're up here one week. You're down here another week. I – just like the Packers, man. That's exactly what you know. We have to. No, just the Packers realize. have been down here for many <laughs> weeks now in a row. Like I lost, believe me, I learned my lesson. Like, stop betting on the Packers, Justin. You're a Bears fan. Why do you continue to lose money? I'm betting on this team. I don't understand. Like, I, I don't get it. If you're going to lose money, just bet on the Bears. Like, what, just do that. It'll be way more fun. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, this week was why I stayed away. I really don't have much to take away from this one, other than. Dylan's a, a huge buy candidate if if Aaron uh, Jones is out. 
Rodgers should be a huge dump candidate in Dynasty, pretty much all formats, but how, how the hell are you going to pull that off? Is there a reliable receiver behind Amon Ross St. Brown that you trust now? No. 100% not. But um, Amon Ross St. Brown is a big buy candidate for me. Their schedule in the fantasy playoffs is pretty soft. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously going to soak up the targets. No Hawkinson there. I would definitely mm-hmm. go buy Amron St. Brown. Uh, you know, I, I went and traded for him in a league this week that I am 6-2 nice. and two in. And nice. I, I traded Dobbs, um, Deion Jackson, and Drake London. For Damn, him. I like it. Yeah, I like so it a I, lot. I loved it a lot. And, and well, and, and the dude was willing to trade him because he has no wins yet and he needed to get a win. I doubt he did that because Dubs got hurt. So thank and God. Dion didn't him. do shit. He, sure he didn't did. do anything. No. Nope. Dinky do. Yeah. So yeah, uh yeah. I I, I I would go trade for him right now. Should I trade Jonathan Taylor? 12 man PPR, and I feel stuck. I also have Fournette and Keenan Allen. I'm five and three. Oh, good for you. Good for you, well, first off. You have Keenan Allen and Jonathan Taylor, and you're five and three. So let's just like just for you right now, Joseph. That's awesome. Mm, um, man, the problem is Taylor. What are you going to get? Like, yeah, very valuable. That's the thing, right? Like, it's like, what like, are you going to get? <sighs> man. Hmm. I, I would say yes, trade him, but I mean, it, it really depends on what you can get. Um, man, I don't even know what to tell him to go to go pick up. I don't. Well, you're trading a player who's injured this week, so it's going to be difficult regardless. Yeah. yeah. Um, go to somebody who's got bulk, you know, whatever you need to bulk up on, whether if you, if you need receivers, all right, then go to the guy who's got receivers and start feeling them out. Yeah. You know, go after, you know, not his top guy, maybe his second top guy, you know, like, I, I mean, like without other information available, like he, I get, he did say it's PPR, but still like, you know, it's tough for us to say. I, I think we would both be willing to sell him. I think that's at least yes. as much as we can say. Like, we're willing to sell him. It's going to be up to you to kind of dictate that market price in your league. And you know what? The easiest thing to do, the easiest thing to do, go into your, your league chat and say, hey, guys, Taylor's available. Yeah. Don't that's sound it. desperate. Uh, don't. No, no, no. Just yeah. say, hey, for the, for the right offer, Taylor's available. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Agree. That's, that's how I got Patrick Mahomes this week. <laughs> I gave up the house for him. <laughs> That team has Joe Mixon too. It's doing just fine. Nice, just fine. Very yeah, good. I may not, I may not win the league because Aaron Jones will be out. But this week, I'll win uh, the most points contest in that league. We all pay ten dollars every week, and whoever has the most points wins one hundred and ten bucks. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, that's what's up. Nice. We'll I like that. Down. That's we'll a nice down. ripple for a fantasy league. It, it keeps you Dude, involved every week. Every single week. The la- last yep. week, I or not last week, last year, I was so proud. I was so fucking happy. The guy in last place won it the last week of the season. Like, I nice. wanted to give him an extra 20 bucks. You know what I mean? You just paid for your buy-in. Yep. In the last in the last week, your team was awful all season long. But you know what? You had a great you had a great week 17, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. I, I like that wrinkle a whole lot. We'll have to try and get you in next year. Hey, uh, <laughs> Next up, we got uh, the Colts and the Patriots. Yikes. No, th- no, this was fantastic. This was something that went right for me today. My oh, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was I, an absolute lock steal. I had the Patriots and in DFS. Shoo. Whew, yeah, exactly. Yeah, easy exactly. money. Thank you, Sam Ellinger. <laughs> A tip of the cap, sir. Uh, I had Matthew Judon and IVP. Like, he had like three sacks. He blew up for a ton of production. That was awesome. He's awesome. He, is he really awesome. is, dude. He's a oh, fucking Tonka truck. He is he's amazing. Um, Deion Jackson, first off, he's injured. And second, it wasn't what we thought it was. (laughs) Um, 
unfortunate. You, you don't root. You don't root for something like that, especially when you put him in your lineup. You know, five or six times. Um, Ramondre kind of came down to earth a little bit. I think it was more just the matchup. The Colts defense still pretty, uh, pretty stifling. We'll say. Um, Jacoby Myers though, like eh, four for or no five for forty two. Is he someone that you still hold a high amount of trust in going forward? I wouldn't call it trust, but I think he's a <laughs> fine person to have on your team, right? He's a fine receiver. Uh, he's right. He is the receiver on the team. Like, he, he's the guy. So I think he's fine to, to hold. I wouldn't feel confident starting him unless you really have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's he's the one to hold, you know, on there. Um, Hunter Henry had a fine day, too. But, yeah, I mean, Jacoby Myers is fine. He's just – he's not going to have those blow-up weeks where he scores 30 points. He's going to be middling for you, right? Like, he'll get you points, but don't expect him to, to to win you the week by any means. I need him to get 13 catches every week. Okay. Well, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> any potential any potential buy-the-dip candidates for the Colts here? These are all bad numbers, bad production today. There's nothing you can really take away from it. I have to imagine that they are on the button for Nick Foles. So let's say that's the reality. Nick Foles is the quarterback next week. Who could benefit from that? Who could benefit from that change? Uh, it's probably Pittman just because Foles is going to be like, all right, he's the guy, you know, let me go to him. At least mm-hmm. he's trusted in Indianapolis. So mm-hmm. I would say Pittman could potentially be a buy low candidate. Don't give up much to get him because obviously this offense is not, not, you know, so hot right now. So, right. Uh, but outside of that, man, there's not anybody else on this team. I even want to start in, including Jonathan Taylor. I, I really don't want to start him either. He just I, is. Eh. Even if Deion Jackson was healthy, I would still, I would have started him next week. I mean, I, I like what I've seen from him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think it was a great game for either side offensively. I know I, I remember turning it on and looking at stat tracker in the first couple possessions and like both quarterbacks hadn't made a completion through, their first possessions. And it's like, all right, well, this is going to be a stinker. This is going to be a tough one. Um, Ellinger only passed for 103 yards. Like there's not much there. I don't no. think he did. I don't think he did enough to say, to keep the job secure this week. So I'm expecting Nick Foles uh, in, in week 10. I, if they go back to this kid, I mean, I just don't know what's in the water down there. Um, and yeah, nothing really else to take away from the, the Patriots Hunter Henry four for 50, are we buying into this like it's Robert Tunyon stock or are we just mm. just don't even bother? Yeah, I, I wouldn't put him in your lineup, honestly. I mean, it's just it's so unpredictable with him. Um, I, mm. I do think your your Bobby Tunyon um, comparison is pretty spot on where it's, some weeks it's going to be good and some weeks you're probably going to get two for ten. You know, it's it's just it just is what it is with him. Honestly, mm. out of all both these teams, the only person I even remotely want to start is Stevenson. Mm. That's it. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's. I mean, the last four. Oh, weeks, and the Patriots. He was, absolute, he was <laughs> that too. That too. Yeah. Uh, them and the Bills are like the closest to double digits uh, as far as like average points scored. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna pay a few bills here. We'll be right back after this. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. 
ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they, so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. All right, and we're back kicking it on the Week 9 recap and review. Uh, next up, we've got... Why don't you take this one, bud? Uh-oh. Vikings Commanders? No, well, you, you if you want to go that one, that's fine, too. Oh, oh, oh do you want the Bills Jets? <laughs> I don't want it, but you, we can we can talk about it. <laughs> All right, let's go. So, yeah, this game, um, total tilt fest on gambling and uh, for fantasy a little bit here. I just, man, what I just I don't understand what's going on here. The uh, NFL, like I started when we, uh, or like I said when we started the show, is that the NFL is a little drunk. I mean, in what world do the Jets without Brees Hall, starting Zach Wilson? beat josh allen and the bills straight up i mean it just it makes no sense um there's a glitch I, in the matrix time I, travelers something. are fucking around with stuff that they shouldn't <laughs> be fucking around with i i don't know i dude i'm when i'm looking at the card i'm going through the games i'm just I'm trying to keep it so simple and pick my locks so simple this was the lock of all locks i don't care if they played this game in new york city i don't care if they played it in new york buffalo i don't care if they played it on New York on the moon. I, I don't care where this game's played. The Bills should have won. I, I don't know what's going on with their offense, but man, just miscues that led to turnovers, multiple turnovers. What am I talking about? I mean, the Bills had this one one. I think they had at least one red zone interception, and then there was another one that was a tip ball. Uh, I'm just disappointed in these weapons behind Stefan Diggs. Like, Gabe Davis was supposed to be special. Isaiah McKenzie was supposed to be special. Like, I feel I'm not saying that the team's getting exposed by some fashion, but why are these dudes not showing up? You know, like right, like I started Dawson Knox this week. I'm gonna win with him on my roster, but it's not because of him. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like Josh Allen didn't bury me in fantasy either, but you know, lost me a lot of money this week. I there's nothing really to react to from the Jets here. Like you're never starting Wilson. He barely even did anything today, even though winning the game. 154 passing yards and a touchdown. You know, I'd like Michael Carter. I think he's a safe asset to start. And same with Garrett Wilson. But even even James Robinson didn't give you a ton of confidence until the second half today. Maybe you're starting him as a fringe uh, flex play going forward. But other than that, I don't think there's anyone to trust here for the Jets. And I still feel like we're going to still throw out all of our bills. Probably unwarranted starts at this point, other than Stephon Diggs. Yeah, uh, I, you know, like you said, Josh Allen was fine. He didn't throw any touchdowns, but he did have two rushing touchdowns. So obviously, you know, that still saved his day. But very disappointed. Like the, I, I don't know, the Bills' play calling was a little um, wishy washy. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I thought, you know, it was kind of a, a just a very bad game for them. Again, I'm not going to hold it against them. You're obviously starting your Bills. You're not going to sit them. Gabe mm -hmm. Davis, you know, he, he's the guy that this is what we have to expect from him. He, he's it's boomer bust for him, right? Like there's just. We can't expect him to just go six for 50 every week or something. It's it's either going to be he scores 25 plus points or he scores five. It's just I don't know. It's I, I'm not going to hold it against him. You know, it's 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 hard to pick and choose what we start him. This would have I would have definitely told you to start him this week. I felt like he could have had a very big game, but 
is what it is. Um, I, you know, outside of that on the Bills, I don't really want to start anybody that's outside of Allen's, Diggs, Davis. Singletary can be started. You know, he's he's fine. You know, obviously mm-hmm. he's he's this a wasn't good, a good matchup. No, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a running back on a very good team. So obviously you, you're going to mm-hmm. want to start that. Um, what about Dawson Knox for you? Where, where is he sitting on your, uh, on your tight end rankings? Like, is he, is he a fringe one? Is he solely into 15? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's hard to trust. You know, again, it's, he has those short touchdown last week. Unlike yeah. the, in the, in the first quarter, you know what I mean? Like that's more than likely going to be continue to be his narrative. Uh, great weeks for your team. When he scores a touchdown, um risky and unsafe play you know when he's uh not finding paydirt so this is a week he didn't find paydirt i i'm i'm starting him in a league where uh, i had him and david njoku I, I faded the position waited on it super late i got him and njoku it was a great deal for me to start njoku gets hurt and now i just have to put out dawson knox because you know potato chips that's it you know mm-hmm. crumb bread crumbs are left that's a, that's about it so yeah oh, boy uh yeah it's really <laughs> tough game for me and and honestly man I wasn't even sweating. I, I I wasn't even blinking. Bills are going to be fine. Bills are going to win. Oh, the Jets went up by three with under two minutes. I, I I swear to God, I wasn't sweating. I wasn't standing like at the TV, you know, uncomfortably walking around like I am for like every other Bears game. No, they're they're fine. They're the Bills. They're the Jets. They're going to lose. Wrong. Wrong. I told somebody to go check in on Gary V. I someone should no one was checking in on me. That was bullshit. <laughs> he uh man, it, you know, it's awesome to see Gary V in these in, in the stands it just shouting receipts and oh man, it's awesome. <laughs> it I really love is. Um, I uh I particularly love the video where uh, have you seen the Tom Brady one? I've talked to Emerson about this before, where the guy comes home. It's the guy that did the 0 and 5 TikTok video or is like I'm 0 and 5 and I pay my living by fantasy football. Have you seen that video? Mm-mm. I got to send it to you. It's super funny. But he does another video where like he's Tom Brady and he comes home and Giselle's there and he's like, what are you doing here? I thought you left. And she sees something like, oh, I I want you back. It's like, you chose the footballs over the family. You chose the footballs over the family. And they start going, (laughs) they start going into how, uh, you know, Eli Manning's his daddy or Eli Manning is the new daddy of the family. And she wants to go out with Zach Wilson because the Jets are five and two and Tom's not a winner anymore. It's hilarious. Jesus. I only date winners, uh, Tom. He's like, I am a winner. I'm the GOAT. He's like, no, you're not. <laughs> um, you know, the, the only thing on this game is uh, you know, Garrett Wilson again had a good day. I did have him on the waiver wire article because I did see him and about half my leagues people dropped him like a week or two ago before Man. his big game. Yeah, so but put him on there. Hopefully people picked him up because again, eight for ninety-two. That was very good. Um mm-hmm. outside of that, that's that's pretty much it in this game. Michael Carter had a had a nice game too, but um, it's it's a little hard to trust, especially with James Robinson there. And if he gets more acclimated into the uh, into the lineup here, I think that that could be potentially bad for Carter. But we'll see. James Robinson did uh, have a touchdown as well, so they both did find Paydirt. I feel like they'll both be okay flex options going forward. Definitely lean in favor of Michael Carter. Yeah. All right, let you take this one as well, Commandos. Jeez. Uh, Commandos, Vikings. This, hey, I had uh, this is another one where I was just like, I got the Vikings and the Vikings are going to win. I don't know how it's going to happen, but they're going to win. Yep. It um, just ripped my heart out. Just hurt sure. I, I, as a fan, up 10 and just the, the momentum's there. And then you have the Heineke pick. And then it just all went downhill from there. It was so hard to watch. Ride or just, die. 
man, knowing that they should have won this game, bad play call or um, bad clock management by Rivera, um, mm-hmm. an unwarranted challenge cost them a timeout. The mm-hmm. the penalty where the dude went on the wrong side of the snapper for the field goal at the end of the game, just so many things. It's exactly what I expect from the commanders. It's just that they just piss away games, and it was hard mm-hmm. to watch as a fan. But for fantasy purposes, you know, uh, Cousins was eh, he was okay. Two touchdowns, interception, two sixty five. You know, through the air, it was all right. Dalvin Cook, um, you know, Dalvin Cook kind of is. You're gonna take some lumps with Cook. Right. If the passing game is going pretty well for the day, Cook mm-hmm. is going to kind of fall behind a little bit. Obviously, he did catch a touchdown, but on the ground, 17 for 47, that, you know, that's not very good. That's two and a half average or 2.8 average. Like, it, you know, it, you're not going to not start Cook. But again, you have to recognize that, like, he's not just going to be lights out awesome all the time. Justin Jefferson, you can on never, the other you hand, you can never bench him. I mean, it's no, not no, 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 option, no. Of course not. You know, of course not. It's you, just, yeah. You can try you to get off him, of him. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Is you can, you can get off of them maybe, but you, you there's no way to avoid a, a Dalvin Cook collision with a bad week. Like you just take it and you move on to the next one, and next week he'll have a touchdown. You know. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Oh, he did. A, he did score a touchdown this week. He had a, rece- a receiving yeah. touchdown. Yeah, he had a receiving what am I touchdown. About? Yeah, yeah. He he was fine. It's just that like his his ground game has not been what I would expect Dalvin Cook to to have done, especially at this point in the year. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. So it, he's a potential trade candidate for me because you could get a decent amount for Dalvin Cook. I mean, j- just mm-hmm. off of name uh, recognition. Right. Justin Jefferson, though, awesome. Seven for 115 and a touchdown. You know, he, he was great. TJ Hawkinson, this is something I was very interested in seeing how they were going to integrate him so quickly. Mm-hmm. And damn, did they do that? Because nine receptions for 70 yards. If you have Hawkinson, he is an, uh, just an automatic start with Jefferson on this team. Adam Thielen, again, just middle of the road for you. I would definitely sell Adam Thielen. You, you're not going to get many opportunities to do so moving forward, I, I don't think, especially with Hawkinson there. So three for 67. I, I would sell him personally. You know, I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to, get, and I'm in a win now league <clears throat> where I'm just losing bodies, like I'm taking on water. I like, I will take him. I will like th- three for sixty-seven is better than throwing out Deion Jackson right now. You know what I mean? Like throwing out a fringe waiver guy. You know what I mean? Like I'm serious. Like I'll, if you're trying to win right now, I don't hate buying low on Adam Thielen because he's getting snaps. He's going to be on the field. He's still a good blocker. Has that experience. You know what I mean? Like. I'm not like trying to give like some overwhelming consignment of him, but I'm just saying like if you're, you know, in a pinch on your budget, maybe you've given up all your picks like me, and you're down to you know trying to trade Rashad Bateman for Adam Thielen. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I, I've tried that one. It didn't work. Thanks, Mike. Rob. He says, "Stay strong, Andrew. <laughs> Daniel will be out soon. Hopefully, the team becomes any, competent with any, new leadership." <laughs> any particulars on a new leader that you would like to run the mothership of so, the Washington Football Team? So, there's two fun ones that I would absolutely love, and that would be Peyton Manning because he did yeah. express concern or um, interest in owning a team. So that would be okay. awesome. E- even okay. if he would team up with somebody, I- I'd love it. I-, I probably wouldn't even care who it is because obviously Manning knows football, so that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But the other fun one, and because he's a fan and has a boatload of money, is your boy Dale Jr., big Commanders fan, lots of money. Would love Commandos? to see him buy the team. Would love to see him buy the team. That would be awesome. Is he is he a DC fan? Oh yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> big, yeah yeah. He's a big fan. Um, you know, and I obviously I know I, t- I told you I was trying to get him on the show and stuff. And, and that was something I wanted to talk to him about is is about the Commanders. But 
I would love to see him throw a bid in. Unfortunately, I did see that, I guess, tomorrow, mm -hmm. Jay-Z and um, old Amazon Papa there, Bezos, are planning on uh, offering a bid. And if anybody has money to buy the team, it's definitely Bezos. So we'll see. That yeah, is well, now the second tier down from Dan Snyder is, is Bezos in my eyes. So Bezos uh, has a I, Bezos has a pretty big pad here in uh in like the DMV and <clears throat> Amazon is big here. They have a new headquarters here, so that it it it's gonna probably yeah. but it's probably you know, gonna happen. He has, you know, we have Amazon Prime Thursday night games. Is that not a conflict of interest? I know he's not fully in Amazon anymore. His shares have been bought. No, I don't think so. No, if, if anything, that field is going to be, it's going to be like Amazon field. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's going to be like a, a TNF hub. Like they'll probably have like TNF oh, specials Jesus. there. You know what I mean? <sighs> Why yeah. not? I don't care. We're, he's going to rechange the name to the, just the Washington primes. Uh, it's just, yeah. imagine, I, imagine if one of these dudes made them the Washington Sentinels. Imagine if it happened. Oh, man. Uh, uh, I mean, you know what? I'm all right with that if Keanu Reeves comes in and uh, starts playing quarterback for us, too. I mean, we do all kind of have it, right? And Heineke, he is <laughs> Keanu <Right>. Reeves. <laughs> and Alex Smith before, like, they very, I think that they should very much try to embrace, like, that underdog culture. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be able to do it with, with Snyder at the helm. So, I mean, oh, if God. there's, I just feel like doing something like that, even though it's, like, super corny and super kiddish, like, it's also just, like, a very a decisive turn of the page like we're done with that old shit we're, we're gonna embrace like this type of you know hard nose culture which i really feel like they should do yeah um, um the, the only one real quick that i saw was um and i forget his name or kramer just said it because they asked me the same question when i was on the dfs show is the, um the guy who owns all the other dc sports the capitals and the nationals like it, it's the same I guy know. i forget what I his name is, is but he also said that he wouldn't mind uh, buying the team. I mean, he owns all the other ones, so might as well buy Washington. <laughs> Commanders have always had it. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, so we'll see what happens with the sale. But um, on the fantasy side, you know, down game from Gibson and Robinson. Robinson has just kind of been hovering around this same stat line, of, you know, the past couple of games. Gibson, a little down game for Robinson him. Robinson sucks. That's why. He's, he's not I, very good. I feel like he needs to build up the confidence a little more. I, I think the, the shooting really did mess him up a little bit you know like it's he's thinking about oh. it he has to be thinking about his leg he has to be maybe like it, maybe maybe he is if he is that's fine i mean he he's not like i'm not saying like he's like okay i shouldn't say he's like he's terrible but he's not very good and he's he's not good enough to the point where he should be the priority in the offense like it's yeah. just that simple like he should no not be the priority there. he should be spelling gibson and not the other way around and you can say whatever it is whether it's his mental game he's not he's not there he's thinking about something or you know he's just not hitting that first step the right way whatever it is doesn't matter what the reason is he shouldn't be he shouldn't be the lead dog they shouldn't have the same amount of work it should be a two to one share in favor of gibson i don't get it it doesn't make sense to me yeah i mean no 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 argument there i do think brian robinson again you know in the preseason he was very good so I do think there's something there mentally just with the shooting and everything, you know, going mm -hmm. on. I think I think he can write the ship, but I, I obviously don't think it's right now. You can't trust him in your lineups whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, I did want to point out Curtis Samuel obviously had a very lucky touchdown where the ref got in the way. Um, I would sell Curtis Samuel right now if you can, because, again, Heineke's just been laser focused on Terry McLaurin. So mm -hmm. I, I don't see unless they make a switch and how or Wentz become a, a Samuel fan like 
I would sell him right now to somebody. Uh, don't even think twice about it because it, this ain't going to happen again where he just has a long touchdown unless it's a broken tackle or something of that nature. So definitely sell him. Terry McLaurin trade target for me. Again, he is very uh, looked at by Heineke, and Heineke loves McLaurin. So he knows he can shoot it over there to McLaurin, and he's usually pretty lights out with catch and shit like that. So I would mm -hmm. definitely buy McLaurin, sell Samuel, and uh, the rest of the team just – Good luck if you start any of the running backs. I have to, I had to start Gibson in a league this week, and I felt confident about it, actually. And, you know, not so great. Could have been Gibson's better. another one of those guys, uh, to me, is like Adam Thielen. I'll buy him right now to finish out this season for sure because I don't think I have to pay a lot for him. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. I don't think so either. Um, and uh, like I said, I just don't feel like – Robinson's the better running back. I don't think he's the better player. He definitely doesn't look more explosive for sure. I I, re I really feel confident that down the stretch, uh, the tide's going to turn in favor of Gibson, and it could be a steal for you in your leagues. I'll just leave it at that. Yep. Um, you got one read up here, Andrew, for uh, for the merch store. I know you had a lot to share about that. Oh, yes. Hold on. Let me pull this up here. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the merch store Receipts. here. Receipts. <laughs> receipts. Yeah, and I got a lot of them, believe me. I, I bought a lot of merch here. <laughs> um, SGPN merch store. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN merch store. SGPN gear is a perfect stocking stuffer for the DGen in your life. I really like uh, honestly, man, the merchandise uh is is fantastic with SGPN. I've bought uh god, probably at least eight or nine shirts now for not just me, but my son. They have youth sizes. Uh, they have toddler sizes and baby sizes. I, I bought him a shirt that says, my dad can beat your dad in fantasy football. Like, he wears this to school. Like, I, I, I find it funny. Like, it's it's hilarious that my son is wearing degenerate shit fantasy football stuff. It's already getting him into it. So, it's it's pretty fun. Um, You know, they have a great big ass. Uh, I don't know if you see the, the poster behind me this draft day that Ryan, uh, you know, from the draft day that him and I did with the best ball. There's a, a large gaming mouse pad. Uh, I haven't bought it yet, but I, I think I'm going to. Uh, it looks just like the, the poster behind I mean, it's pretty awesome. Hats, you know, they have mugs. Um, th there's so much stuff. I can't really just pick one. I did want to point out, though, because I, I don't think a lot of people saw it because it was a new uh, product of this year, but they have uh, what's called the Sunday Edition shirts, which is like, um, it, depending on what team you like, they have a slogan below it. Like, uh, Take Command is Washington's. Uh, the Saints is NOLA. You know, bolt up for the Chargers. So there's so many cool shit here. And, um, you know, right now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code. Uh, and it's the best promo code ever. Dallas sucks. That's right. Dallas sucks. I'll spell it for you. Just one more time here. D-A-L-O-A-S-S-U-C-K-S. That's Dallas sucks. Uh, that's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code Dallas sucks. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, let's get back into our recaps here. We got three games left as um, Kansas City is just really just trying to blow this game. It's, uh, oh, it's my magical. God, I know. That's just magical. Uh, thank goodness the uh, the Bills crushed me earlier because if it was Kansas City that crushed my five uh, my five leg parlay, then really would have been broken. And Butker missed a 47-yard field goal. Yep, great. I was about to say that. God dang it. One fucking foot to the right. Come on, Butker. Ay, ay, ay. Come on, Mahomes. I just gave, I just backed up the freaking Brinks truck for Mahomes this week, and he's got one touchdown. Are you kidding me? And an interception, no less? My God. He's getting outplayed by a kid who's three for seven for 82 passing yards. Christ hell. Again, the NFL is drunk. Uh, and needs to sober up just a bit. <laughs> I traded for Derrick Henry, too, so I can't be that mad. I traded well, Chubba Hubbard, Chubba Hubbard, Dante Foreman, and a first for Derrick Henry. Didn't that's even it. blink. That's it. Wow. That's very good. 
Very good. I, I like make good lot. trades. I ain't gonna win. Ain't gonna win me any leagues though. <laughs> I, I dude, I I swear. Like this year in particular, I've made I've made a bad trade. I made I traded Tyreek Hill for James Robinson, Brandon Cooks, and DJ Moore. I think I've talked to you about that one. And when I made the trade, it felt great because Tua just gotten hurt. Skylar Thompson was the the guy. We had no idea what was gonna happen. Tua was fine. Yep. And yeah. it just. And I was just I was just low on on Hill, period. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but even like little ones that I did in the offseason, like I traded Joe Burrow two seconds for Mahomes, Leonard Fournette, and two firsts. Like that, like what? I, I didn't know how I did that one. The the Brees Hall and or not the Brees Hall, but uh DeAndre Hopkins and Mitch Trubisky for the 101, which wound up to be Brees Hall. And then I traded that Brees Hall to get Mahomes this week. Like, I mean, I don't. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not bad. Playing chess uh, out there. Trying to, trying to, man. Um, I'm flying by the seat of my pants in one of these leagues. I'm just like, I'm willing to wheel and deal anything to try and bring home a ship this year because I just know mm-hmm. that I've given up my picks. I know that next year ain't going to be there. So just go all in. Chips in the middle of the table. All right, next game up here. Like I said, we only have a few left. We got the Raiders and the Jaguars. Uh, they had us in the first half said the Jaguars, and then they came and rolled out in the second. <laughs> they had us in the first half, <laughs> 20 to 10, and then Jaguars shut them down. Zero points in the second half for the Raiders, 17 for the Jaguars. Fantastic finish. Really a lot of good stuff to go around here. Another amazing week tr- for Travis Etienne. Uh, he was a, a name that uh, we were pounding all week for DFS. Uh, Christian Kirk was Christian Kirk. He did you know what we kind of expected of him this season. Same for Devontae Adams, but, you know, other than the quarterbacks, there really wasn't that much left to be desired in this game. Uh, Specifically, Josh Jacobs, 17 for 67. You know, the battle between Foster Morrow and Hunter Renfro for secondary, you know, receiver work. uh, You know, it's it's the top guns here in these offenses, and that's about it. Yeah, I I don't got too much to add, really. You know, you already hit on Travis Etienne. Just it's Etienne season, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. They just want to run him so much and use him so much. So it's awesome. Christian Kirk uh, found Pater. uh, You know, great day for him. Uh, It's nice to see him get back on track a little bit here. He had a few Mm -hmm. weeks in a row of just down production. So it's nice to see him. Uh, He could potentially be a trade target. Again, I wouldn't give up too, too much to get him, but if somebody – has a couple of you know because he could have been somebody's third or fourth wide receiver honestly you know in the draft so if uh if you can afford to go grab him um you know i think this offense is gonna be pretty decent to to finish the season here uh trevor lawrence is coming into his own a little bit i think he just seems more confident behind um you know Mm -hmm. behind the line here so six for 53 on the ground as well had a couple of big big runs he had a 24 yard run Uh, just like his decision making he seems more decisive this season whereas last season it just felt like Urban he Meyer wasn't comfortable. Was <laughs> yeah, he wasn't comfortable in his offense. Urban Meyer was there. That's the. Yeah. That's the I was trying to put it nicely. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he seems way more decisive this season. The ball's coming out of his hands clean. Uh, when he needs to run, he runs. Uh, he's he's going through his reads appropriately. Christian Kirk is taking a step forward. Honestly, for like dynasty, if you're <clears throat> if you're if you're down in the dumps, if you're you know going to be you know two and seven now, or you just have a bad record. I don't hate going after Trevor Lawrence. He's going to have Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk in this offense next year. I'm not that high in Evan Ingram, but that body, that group of players, it's going to be pretty solid, man. Yeah, I, I believe so as well. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I don't have too much else to add to this game. It was just it, – it's kind of exactly what I thought it would, would be like. You know, I, I, would I figured – would you sell Derek Carr for Trevor Lawrence? Um, hmm. I've, I'd have to look at their schedules. I, I'm going to say yes without looking at the schedules. Schedules could turn different in my eyes because um, mm-hmm. I do feel like they're – I feel like their ceilings are roughly the same because, again, Devontae Adams is m- the best wide receiver on either one of these teams. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that leans me to Carr a little bit. But, yeah, I mean – I. I would probably take Lawrence rest of the season without fully investigating the schedule. the The fantasy playoff schedule was really important to me, especially if I'm going to be in mm-hmm. a you know if if I'm in a good spot to, that I think I'm going to make the playoffs. I really start to look at that stuff and I'll start to make moves, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in that way. But yeah, I would probably take Lawrence over Carr rest of the season. Yeah, I, I would definitely like him for this season and going forward. I mean, the Raiders need to make another move like what they have yeah. is not working. You know what I mean? And it's kind of surprising to me that they didn't move off of Darren Waller. You know, the the Packers were very interested in him. They wanted him originally in that Devonte Adams trade mm-hmm. that didn't come to fruition. And then they were trying to uh, pull on him at the deadline. Still no budging. I feel like this offense is missing that next weapon. And I assumed, I think you, I think a lot of us assumed it would be Hunter Renfro still, right? Like you just look at what he did with no other talent around him on that roster, right? Like I just don't understand why they can't make it work. I'm not sure if it's, you know, because Adams is there and all the priority is on him. I don't know if it's the offense. I don't know if it's the scheme, if it's deprioritizing, you know, his skill set or just his opportunities. I I don't know. I, I can't put a finger on it, but if I'm the Raiders right now, I mean, I would probably be looking on to move on from Renfro because you're going to wind up having to pay him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it, it it is very odd to see Renfro just have a, a just a piss poor year. Uh, oh, how yeah, do you it's go? All how, season. He's polar opposite from last year, so it it, it is crazy yeah. to see. And I'm sure he's probably going to have some games throughout the rest of the year where it's like, okay, Hunter Renfro is pretty good, right? But it, it, mm-hmm. you just can't trust to start him. You just can't. Yeah, but, I don't dis- I don't disagree. Yeah. All right. Next up we got uh the Seahawks, the 6 and 3 Seahawks. 31 to 21 over the Cardinals. Geno Smith just keeps wheeling and dealing. Also, Kenneth Walker. <laughs> uh oh, man. Kenny, Kenny Walker, ETN and uh Ramondre Stevenson were my big guys this week in DFS. They did not disappoint. Ramondre did the most, but he, you know, still was productive. Uh Kenny was great again, 26 for 109, two rushing touchdowns. Gino, 26 for 34, 275, two passing touchdowns. If you can make trades, like you got to keep going after Geno Smith right now. Yeah, man. I just hate I I just feel like I I feel like the time I buy into Geno Smith is when it's gonna all just go to shit. I why, just, but why would it go to shit at this point? Like, what's gonna make them go to shit? What's gonna I make them know, caca? They, they I don't seem, know. They just seem a little I, it, okay, it's not luck. But they seem lucky to me. It's just this this roster, how it is, should not be with Geno Smith at the helm, should not mm-hmm. be doing what it's doing. I know it is. It's just really hard for me to want to go buy these guys outside of Ken Walker. I I I joke with my buddy all the time. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Ken Walker's a little overrated. And he's like, well, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, I, I just like to pull his chain. Oh, Ken okay. Walker's actually, I mean, he's actually doing very good. It the the usage for Ken Walker is what makes him awesome, right? 26 sure. carries, like that's that is elite amount of volume right there. Also, also just the situation though. Like, let's let's be real. Like, Brees Hall, like he was looking good before he got hurt, but they weren't giving him that type of volume. You know, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't getting that type of treatment there. Based off of what I've seen from Ken Walker and the offense, he probably should have been the one hundred and one over Brees Hall. 
not just not based on their skill set. Like I think that they're both very good, and Brees Hall may be the better running back talent athleticism wise, but the situation on top of that, Ken Walker's is much, much better. Much better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And tough to anticipate. Everyone's thinking like, oh, Zach Wilson is going to take a step forward, not into your mother, but on the football field, we swear. Um, didn't really happen. You know, like everyone's like, oh, all these weapons, look what the Jets did for Zach Wilson. He's going to be so great. He wasn't. He wasn't. I don't think you or I, either of us bought into Zach Wilson this offseason. No. Um, <clears throat> no. So, yeah, Geno Smith has been still to this day surprising, but just you just look at what these guys have done. Metcalf, Lockett, they both found Pater this week. Each had five catches. Noah Fant was relevant this week, five for 96. I'm not interested in buying Noah Fant. I am interested in acquiring more Metcalf and Lockett shares. So if those are available, I'm all I'm with it. Uh, Zach Ertz, D-Hop, Rondell Moore, they all continue to be fantasy relevant. I don't think either of us can say that any three of those guys should be benched going forward. No. They should all be active starters. Yes, correct. I agree 100%. It, yeah. we, we knocked it out of the park this morning on the preview show with uh, Rondell Moore versus Khalil Herbert. That question was asked like three or four times. Wow. We gave R- Rondell Moore every time. Oh, yeah. Uh, anything else to take uh, away from this game? We only got one more left. No, nah, I don't think so, man. Uh, it it would have been nice to see DeAndre Hopkins continue to like be fantastic. You know, the last two games, he's just yeah. been lights out. And this game, you know, four for 36 and a touchdown. It would have been cool to, to have because I did take him a lot in the underdog battle royales as well. I expected mm-hmm. a much bigger game from him. But um, I think you hit everything else, you know, nail on the head, man. Like the the guys that you want to start are pretty clear on both teams. Yeah, I'd say so. I don't think that you're dipping for Noah Fant going forward. I think this was more of just uh, you know, yep. the, the, week, the week to make haste. Correct. Yep. Tom Brady won today. He won. Yeah. Giselle Six- let, let off the curse. I guess 58 pass attempts for Tom Brady. I've been saying this for multiple weeks now. The volume keeps these guys alive. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, never should be a question in your mind to start him. Leonard Fournette, while he can't, I shouldn't say he can't run. They are not running the ball. They are not running the ball on the ground. Fournette's floor is still safe. He's still catching passes. He was five for 41 this week. Really the only value that he had. Nine carries for 19 yards. Rashad White went eight for 27. I feel like we're in a dead split here. I like the idea of trying to go out and get Rashad White because of that. He also had three catches, so really not that far off of Leonard Fournette. You know, in to- in total, yeah, Fournette just barely had more touches. Uh, was at 14 to 11, so pretty much a dead even split there. Uh, definitely believe that Rashad is a buy candidate. No thank you on Julio Jones, even despite the uh, the volume um, comment. Kate Otten seems interesting. seems interesting. I think that he recorded their first touchdown at the tight end position this week. We're going into week 10 next week. This was the first week that a tight end for the Bucs scored a touchdown. Last year, they had 11 total. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you're you're 100% right. I'm pretty sure I was trying to look to see if if that's right, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, It was nice to see Kate Otten, you know, five for 68, that's good volume for a tight end, especially if he's going to be somewhat touchdown uh, dependent. You know, if he's going to be a guy that they're going to look to in the red zone, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he could become a fantasy starter for sure. It, you know, you already hit it. Like, the, the whole thing of all this is that Tom Brady's throwing the shit out of the ball. They just want to throw the ball. 
And if that's going to happen, then there's going to be, uh, you know, at least three guys in this offense that you might be able to start week in and week out. Obviously, Evans and Godwin, as you said, are definitely, you know, you don't have to think about that at all. But Otten's probably the guy that's next up that you really want to start, uh, other than Fournette, of course. Obviously, you're probably mm-hmm. going to start Fournette. But um, I love your call on Rashad White. Uh, he was the guy I wrote about before the start of the season, how I thought that he could supplant uh, Lenny at some point because Lenny's older. He gets banged up. They're going to want to save him for the playoffs if they're going to make it. So I do think that um, going to, to, to get Rashad White right now, and you don't have to spend a lot to get him. I mean, it's not like he's had a boom game by any means. He's just becoming more and more involved. And that is somebody that you can definitely go trade for. I I would probably trade like Drake London for Rashad White. They're, they're, they're probably getting involved. Oh, yeah. I, I think, Damn. again, again, I don't think the Falcons are going so to. So in redraft, yeah, that's fine. But in dynasty long term, I, I still think I oh, want to no, be no, on. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say I want to be on Drake still. Like what if like, what if Atlanta went out and got like Garoppolo in the offseason? Do you think that would make them better than they are now with their weapons? I got to imagine that Pitts and London look better with Garoppolo under center? Oh, man, that's a tough one. I, I kind of think the coaching staff makes Garoppolo better right now for fantasy purposes, right? I'm, I'm well, not sure. If there's a guy that can make a quarterback look good, is it not Arthur Smith, Ryan Tannehill, Marcus Mariota? He's the quarterback revival, revivalist at this point. I, I guess. Marcus Mariota is a top 10 quarterback in fantasy. Yeah. So was, so was Ryan Tannehill his first year with Tennessee. <laughs> Arthur Smith, I don't know what – yeah, I guess. Performance CPR on, you know, dead quarterbacks. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> again, I don't have such a strong take with Arthur Smith. Uh, I, I just, I, I don't know if I would do that personally if I was, if I was them. Like, I don't know if I'd go mm-hmm. get Jimmy G to, to save our team here. Uh, honestly, like, <laughs> you might as well just keep on keeping on with Marcus Mariota. At least he can use his legs. That's true. That's true. And that's pretty much been the idea uh, identity of their offense this season. Mm-hmm. Um, back to this last game here with the the Rams and Bucks. Uh, there's no one to trust on the Rams other than Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup caught eight of 13 completions. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah. Of the 13 completions that Stafford made out of probably like 30 throws, Cooper caught eight of them. What? What? Yeah. Uh, on his hurt foot. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's right, yeah, 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 he's yeah. hurt, yeah. he's hurt, hurt this week, right, what the hell, sure, mm-hmm. no Tyler Higby. I don't even, I don't know if Van Jefferson suited up, I didn't, I, this was not he, a game that I he watched, he was in there, and he dropped, he had an egregious drop, very uh, bad, and I'm like, well, there goes Van Jefferson, he's off the, he's off the fucking team, <laughs> it was terrible, it was very bad, it was, Allen Robinson had, um, a very, very, very nice catch, he didn't have a good fantasy day, but he had a really nice catch, not saying oh, that you should put him in your lineups, man. but, he he did at least show that he can still catch, um, you know some some contested balls. But yeah, man, you're you're right. Like there is nobody on this team I really want to start other than Cooper Cup. I put in Allen Robinson over Darrell Henderson. I feel dirty about it, dirtier about it now because they almost have almost exactly the same production. It's like five point four to five point six fantasy points in like you know pretty traditional scoring leagues. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. It makes me sick. Uh, and yeah, Darrell Henderson, 12 for 56. Like what the, what? Like, I, I don't get either of these teams to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Stafford, Brady and the Bucks. I I don't get either side. I feel like neither is playing to their strengths. Even if Tom throws 58 times, like, come on, man. Like he's getting up there in age. I know that that narrative is beat down. I get it. Just saying, Oh, oh, he's old. So 
it should start to you know show in his game he should start to not look as good but like the reps over and over and over again i don't care how many avocado shakes you have like eventually the arm's gonna get tired right like i feel like they need like more than anything to develop the run game right now i don't i don't know why it's not a bigger concentration yeah i well i mean i i do think that the run game is stemming from the bad offensive line. Obviously, they took a tremendous hit to the offensive line multiple mm. times, you know, before the season even started. So right. I do think that that is not obviously not helping the run game, but it the run game has just been abysmal. And as long as Tom Brady's doing this, man, like how long do you honestly think Tom Brady can continue to throw this 50 plus times? Like, is this just going to be a week in and week out thing until his arm falls off? I hope it does. Like, I mean, I don't hope his arm falls off, but I hope he just keeps going and going and going. I'm, I'm team Tom. Like, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't know what the where the sentiment came from that, uh, like, because you see stuff on like social media, like, like Tom somehow like the bad person in this like relationship. Like, I don't, I don't get all that. I feel kind of bad for him if anything. So, I'd like to see him win a Super Bowl. I mean, I don't even care. Oh man, go do it, Tom. If, if they win, a, if they win a Super Bowl, I will be shocked. Oh, I would be too. Yeah, that's sure. why. That's why I want to see it. <laughs> if you want me, you will need new ring number eight. Yeah. Oh, that would be hilarious. Oh no, I, I would, I would love to see Tom just tuned up on some tequila and, and Tampa again. You oh know, after, Jesus! That would, that would be, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be great. Drunk Tom was fun. I, I, I will fully admit. Minus Victor- from the the Lombardi Trophy. All right, man. Just to, to cool it on that a little bit. Worst things have happened to, <laughs> uh, to better trophies, to better trophies. The things that have happened to the Stanley Cup are like atrocious. Oh, like yeah, Lord, Lord Stanley's Cup. Dude, that thing's been at the bottom of so many summer pool parties. Are you kidding me? Crazy. Yeah. All right. Anything to, to wrap this up with other than um, they are who we thought they were, the Tennessee Titans. What Just, is going on? Yeah, what seventeen to nine, on? beating the Chiefs. Like I, I Andy Reid off the bye is the automatic play for betting, and um, not not doing so well right now, Bob. So were the Bills not versus good. the Jets on the moon? That's very true. Yes, that was one of my best bets this week. They just uh, lose outright. Oh, killer, 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 killer. I'm dead. Good <sighs> punt. Good punt by the Titans. <clears throat> Pinning them down inside their 10. All right, 90-yard pass to Kadarius Tani. Oh, I'll, I'll take it to Kelsey personally, but either way. Oh, I, bet, I bet you would. I bet oh, yeah. you would, Andrew. Oh, well, I would. I need it too. I'm not, I'm not even I'm not even trying to play around. I need that, <laughs> that touchdown to go to Kelsey as well. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to head out. Take care, everybody. Be well. We'll be back next week with more reactions and more fantasy football analysis right out of the get, getting our instant reactions to every week's action. Uh, we also uh, pulled our winner, and he did respond. He responded nice. responded right away. Yeah, pretty happy about that. Uh, Michael Nelson of the great state of Arkansas, a oh, lifetime. Arkansas. Yeah, that's right. A lifetime 49ers fan, no less. That's the way we like to get it done. Awesome. So, yeah, awesome. Michael Nelson going to be getting a um, free Debo Samuel jersey and also getting $50 to our merch store. We're very excited. We appreciate your support. And once we have our updated uh, uh, jersey for the next giveaway, we will get that out there and we will continue to do that going forward. So be sure to like all the videos, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe to the channel so you can also be entered as well. Exactly. 
get down there. And also, don't forget to download the episode and leave us a positive review. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, and we'll make sure to uh, you know make the appropriate corrections going forward, just like any good fantasy football team needs to do. All right. Take care. Be well, everybody. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.